Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes. This week, two of our newest agents, Aaron and Kayla, are joining me to discuss our favorite Walt Disney World attractions. So first, I need to introduce our new voices. Let's start with Aaron. Aaron was originally one of my clients and I sent her family to Walt Disney World. She eventually reached out about planning another trip this year in December for her anniversary. And then we talked about her being an agent and I knew she'd be a great fit. So Erin, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family and why you decided to join the Pineapple Escapes team. Okay. So yes, my name is Erin Schaup and it's S-H-O-U-P, just like shout, but with a P is my easiest way to tell everybody how to say my name because 99.9 of percent of people get it wrong <laughs> and everybody says shoop <laughs> but that's okay you'll notice I didn't say it <laughs> <laughs> that's okay I think I've had two people get it right in the fif- almost 15 years we've been married so very very uncommon to say shoop <laughs> but anyway so I am originally from northwest Indiana And I grew up in a teeny tiny town named Lowell. It's L-O-W-E-L-L. It's about about an hour outside of Chicago. So we did go to Chicago a lot growing up. And actually, one of my very first dates was to a Chicago White Sox game. So yes, I am a Sox fan. I know some of you guys are Cubs fans here, but I grew up a White Sox fan. But I um, went to Lowell High School and I graduated in 1999. So that will reveal my age without me actually telling you how old I am. And then I actually came down to Evansville, Indiana to go to college. And I attended the um, University of Southern Indiana. And I have a BS in marketing. And while I was in college, I had um, no intention of actually staying in Evansville, and I planned to actually move to Louisville. But then I met my husband about the week of graduation, and uh, <laughs> so now I've been down here in Southwest Indiana. And um, I currently do have a full-time job. I work for a local um, soil and water conservation district here in Indiana. Each county has one of these offices. So there are actually 92 counties um, in Indiana with a soil and water conservation office. But I do a lot of administrative duties there. And I write grants and administer grants and keep track of grants. And we look to put conservation practices on the ground throughout southwest Indiana. So um, that's a little bit about my current job. But I am married. And as Jamie mentioned, we are celebrating our 15-year anniversary later this year. So we do have a trip planned to Punta Cana later this year in December. Our daughter, Whitney, who is 12, is very active in volleyball, basketball, and track and is actually getting ready to start summer track. So every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll be sitting outside watching her run while we're sitting out there on the hot sweltering bleachers watching them run. But we also uh, live out in Boonville, Indiana now. We built a house about four years ago out here. We have about five-ish acres and uh, we have three hunting dogs that we do not hunt with, but they are our pets. 
And shockingly, they have not been sprayed by any skunks yet, but they will find any other creature around and chase them, especially frogs. One of the dogs we actually watched swallowed a whole frog, a whole frog just in the mouth, and it went away. <laughs> Don't know where it went, but it was gone. She swallowed a whole frog. Oh. So yes, our dogs are, are pretty mischievous out here with all the creatures. And then why I joined Pineapple Escapes um, was actually we were kind of wanting to get out and travel more as a family. We haven't traveled much. I go, especially over the last few years with us building our house. So I thought this would be an excellent opportunity to actually earn some money to help pay for our traveling. So we can go out and see those unique destinations that I always saw Jamie posting and was like, oh, I want to go there. (laughs) So I'm hoping this will allow us to get out and travel more and see all those unique places that everybody kind of just like, I'm going to go there someday and that's going to be me. So that is our goal as to why I joined Pineapple Escapes was to get out and travel more. I love that. And I I think, I mean, if I can do anything, it's inspired people to travel more. I'm all in for that. So I, I love that. And I think that's a great reason to do this as a side gig, so to speak, with your full-time job. And I, I know that that can be quite a bit to balance when you're working full-time and doing this because that's basically how I started out in the industry too. So hopefully it'll end up being a positive and we're glad to have you here on our team too. So let's move on to Kayla. So Kayla's story is a little bit amusing. So I was looking for a new OB and Kayla's a nurse practitioner and one of my friends and her daughter go to Kayla and she said, oh, go to Kayla. She's great. So I made an appointment and I went to Kayla for my annual appointment. And while I was there, she and I started talking about travel and it ended up by the next day I had hired Kayla to be part of our Pineapple Escapes team. However, now I feel like I need to find a new doctor again because (laughs) now that Kayla and I are going to know each other on a personal level, I'm not so sure I can go to her for my OBGYN needs. So so that'll be entertaining, but it's all good. And Kayla has a great background with Disney, and I'll let her tell us a little bit about herself, her family, and why she decided to join our Pineapple Escapes team. All right. Yes. My name is Kayla Simons not Simmons, just one M. So Simons. I live in Grand Ridge, Illinois. It's a very small town of 600 people, a few hours southwest of Chicago. Uh, Originally from Bloomington Normal area, um, where I was born and raised. Yeah, I went to ISU. And yes, Jamie spoiled it. I am a nurse practitioner. I got my undergraduate at Illinois State University and my master's. Let's see, my, I married my uh, high school sweetheart, and we've been married for 10 years this year. Let's see, we have three boys, three wild boys, who are, are absolutely amazing, and we just absolutely love to spoil them. They are, my oldest is Zeke. He just turned seven years old, so just finished first grade. Our middle uh, little guy is Jack, and he is the definition of a middle child. Is cute and ornery all at the same time. He is four. And then our little baby, who isn't as much of a baby anymore, is 18 months, and his name is Wes. And he is, smiles from the, mo- the moment he gets up to when he goes to bed. So he's an absolute joy. But yes, we are done. We are not having any more. <laughs> 
I don't have uh, enough time in the day to uh, between all the sports and working and now doing a being a travel agent. So we are good with our little family of five. Back to my husband. We moved up to uh, Grand Ridge, Illinois for him to go work at his family business. His grandfather started, he's been, let's see, he's 93 now and he's uh, sold Kubota lawn equipment and tractors for about 50 years. So they have expanded to Ladd, Illinois. And that's where my husband runs their second dealership, which will eventually be his. So that's kind of what brought us up north from our hometown of Bloomington. We built a house two years ago, and that was quite an experience, but we're thankful we built then and not now with lumber prices being so expensive and seems like everything's expensive today. So um, it's been great. Like I said, we've really enjoyed living in a small town. We love to watch the kids play outside from sunup to sundown. And it's been a great community to be a part of. But that being said, we absolutely love to travel as a family. Growing up, I went to Disney probably 12, 13 times by the time I was a teenager. So I know Disney very well. My sister, she actually works for Disney. She got a job a few years ago. Neat side story. She is a marketing major, went to ISU. We had visited Disney as a family and she felt like there were some things that maybe needed to be improved or just were different from when we went there as a, you know, young girls. And she wrote a letter and to Disney and they ended up hiring her. And so now she works for she actually is a project manager over all of the tech side of Disney. So it's pretty neat. So she has a really good job and they, her and her husband live in Florida. But yeah, so my boys are very spoiled. We go there a lot because we get to get in for free. So, you know, we're always going to Disney and experiencing all of the Disney magic. And yeah, we just, my husband and I went to Italy for our honeymoon and that really, it really clicked with us how much we just like to explore and just see there's just so much to see out in the in the world and even in the United States so we want our boys to see that too and just like I said a little bit of as Aaron said you making a little extra to go travel and experience all those things with the family is important to us so yeah so I'm excited to be here awesome we're glad to have you too and I understand stopping at a family of five with my trio yeah. And, you know, everything's harder with the family of five. Like even, we went to Washington, D.C. a few weeks ago and my kids were saying, you know, everything's made for families of four or less. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it totally is. Like it's just, it's more expensive. Everything's a little bit more challenging with a family of five. But that is one thing that's kind of fun about this job is being able to figure all of that out and, and have those options and solutions for bigger families too. So it's awesome and glad to have you here, Kayla. And hopefully we can help your family travel more as well. But I am jealous of your sister working for Disney and getting to go for free. I'm all in for that. So, so let's jump into what we're going to talk about this week. So at the core this week, we are talking about all the different things that we love about Disney World. And in this episode specifically, we're focusing on the attractions that we find suitable for different ages when visiting Disney World. So since Kayla has her trio of young boys, she's going to focus on the attractions that are best for little ones. And since Erin has, you know, a preteen kind of like what I have, she'll focus more on the middle. And then all of us will chime in about what we think for adults for 
all four of the different parks and talk about the attractions that we love. So let's start with my favorite park, Magic Kingdom. So Kayla, I know you were just there last weekend. So this is obviously very relevant for you. Mm -hmm. So what do you think the best attraction is at the Magic Kingdom for little ones? One that I had to think about this for a while. Um, I think of all the parks, Magic Kingdom has a ton of rides for little kids. I would say currently my little guys really love the Barnstormer. It's in Mickey's Toontown Fair, and it is a mini thrill ride that's like a mini roller coaster, and it features Goofy. He's a pilot, and his plane is going kind of crazy and flying everywhere, and it's just really fun. And back in August, when we went, when they had just reopened, the park was so... There were such a few number of people there. We were able to stay on this ride four times in a row without getting off. And so now my boys think that we can just keep riding and riding and riding. But it is one of their favorites. And yeah, it's actually fun as an adult too. It's There are some little dips and turns and drops that gets your stomach flipped. So yeah, I think that one, especially if you could ride four times in a row, that'd be about normal length, <laughs> like, cause it is kind of short, but when they're real little, that's enough because mm-hmm. you just need like something that's fast to kind of get them used to the idea. But yeah. yeah, that is a fun one. It's a cute one. Yeah. So Aaron, moving on to older elementary and middle school ages, what are your thoughts? So I went and chose the Haunted Mansion. Um, Now, it's obviously not a thrill ride at Magic Kingdom, but funny story for us is we went when my daughter was five, and she was terrified of the Haunted Mansion, like I would imagine most of the younger elementary kids are. She went in that room where they dropped the walls, and they had the lightning and the thunder, and she about had a panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) She was terrified, but we made a ride through it. So when we went back at when she was 10 years old, She obviously went through the line just fine. And we told her the story of her being terrified of this ride when she was five. And she's like, what? Like, uh, I was terrified. Like, I I don't understand why. (laughs) And I'm like, well, that's just, I think, how little kids react to this ride. They get scared. So for me, I picked the Haunted Mansion because it was a kind of fun ride to go back when they're a little bit older, when they realize it's not such a scary ride. And it's kind of fun (laughs) um, to see how that works also. And she she loved the ride, um, which is kind of a similar story on these other rides as we get through the other parks also. But for me, I went with Haunted Mansion because I think most kids can look back at that as their upper elementary and definitely middle school and be like, if I was ever scared of that ride, I don't really know why. Because <laughs> um, it's kind of a fun ride and everybody can look back on it um, and just see the enjoyment of a classic Haunted Mansion ride. Yeah, I, I think that's a good one. And that's one that It is kind of a slower ride. It's definitely not like a thrill ride, but I can see when they're little being more afraid of that sort of thing. And I think that that's one of the beauties of Disney is that it does work for any age. Like you can take real little ones and there are magical things that happen and that are there to experience. And as they grow, it's a different experience. And my kids have been too many times. I think the girls have been 12 times already. I almost once per year, but it's funny how it changes and evolves as they grow. And it's still fun and it's still different every time you go. And I I think that that's the beauty of it. So the next part that we're going to talk about is for adults. So Mike and I actually had the opportunity last, well, was that May of 20, 
19 to go on an adult trip to Disney. And then obviously I've been with the agents to Disney as adults. So it's definitely a different feel when you're there with a group of adults versus with your kids, no matter what your kids' ages are. So my favorite ride as an adult is actually Carousel of Progress. The reason why I like that is because of the history behind it. I love, you know, the whole idea of the World's Fair and the story behind Walt and how he created it. And I I love the history behind it. And it's also relaxing when I'm hot to be able to sit in there and relax and and the song gets stuck in my head. And, and so that's probably my personal favorite. But I do like the three mountains too. Splash, Space, and Big Thunder Mountain are also in my top. I like the thrill rides and that sort of thing. What about you guys as adults? What, what's your favorite ride? Kayla? I actually like Splash Mountain. I feel like the length of the ride is you get a, a decent amount of time on the ride, especially if you're waiting, you know, and you've waited 30, 40 minutes. It's a nice, long ride and lots of cute characters and a nice little story. And then you get splashed at the end. So it's fun. Yeah, they are redoing Splash Mountain. The idea is Tiana and Princess and the Frog. So eventually that will be a fun overlay, I think. But I liked it as it was too, a little zippity doodah. But Mm -hmm. Aaron, what do you think? What's your favorite? I have two. (laughs) And they're both kind of opposites. So first would be Space Mountain, obviously, for the thrill ride. We all love Space Mountain. But right next to it also is People Mover. (laughs) Total slow ride, but we loved it because after we were, when we're in the parks, we're pretty action-packed. Like, we're go, 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 like walking 12 plus miles a day. So it's nice to get on the People Mover right after you get off Space Mountain and just sit down and relax and take a little ride. And there's usually not much of a wait for People Mover. (laughs) We found that actually to be one of our favorite rides also just for the slow pace of going in and out of buildings. You get some air conditioning. You get to see the rides or the exhibits behind the closed doors, I guess you could say. You can kind of see what goes on. And it's just a slow paced ride to get off of your feet from standing in lines all day. (laughs) Yeah, that one actually just reopened not too long ago. They refurbished it. But that's one that I always have to take my kids picture on. Like we have pictures from every trip on the people mover. Like it's just one of those things that we do. So that's that's a great one. So let's move on to Animal Kingdom. So Animal Kingdom is such a neat park. And like we talked about in the Animal Kingdom episode back forever ago, Animal Kingdom is not a zoo. There are animals, but it is not a zoo. It's so much more than a zoo. So Kayla, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on attractions for little ones? What's your favorite? Well, I have to choose one that I know my seven-year-old absolutely has to go to when we get there, which we also love as well, is the Kilimanjaro Safari. I had to look it up because I wasn't sure how many acres because it's so big, but it's 110 acres. And there are every sort of, there's just every animal that you can imagine who would you would find in Africa. So giraffes, rhinos, elephants, flamingos. And you just, we've had baby giraffes right next to our safari car. And so basically it's, that's exactly what it is. You, you get in a truck kind of like safari truck that takes you through different hills and curves. And you just get to see all the animals. You have the um, Disney um, employee driving the car will give you a summary and talk about the animals and point out certain ones that are kind of maybe hidden behind a tree. So we love it because 
and we've rode it three times in a row. In fact, usually is what we do. And every ride is different because the animals have moved or, you know, you might, you might have missed one at one point and the next time you go back, you get to see another one. So it's always something different and unexpected. And our boys just absolutely love it. So. Yeah, I, I love that one too. Our family actually went on a actual African safari. And then when we went back to Disney the next time, we did Kilimanjaro Safari. And the biggest takeaway I had was, wow, Disney takes such good care of the animals. When we were in South Africa, they were going through a drought. So a lot of the animals were really thin, like, and they were obviously really out in the wild. And then to see the healthy, <laughs> well-cared-for animals on Kilimanjaro Safari, it was a a big difference, but you do see all the same animals. And it's amazing how well Disney has done with this attraction. Like it truly is like a real safari. So it's very well done. I think that's a great one. So Aaron, moving on to elementary and middle school ages, what did you pick for Animal Kingdom? So this was a, a tough one also. And I kind of picked two again. Picking one is so hard. <laughs> but I went with two, so don't holler at me. <laughs> but first one was Cali River Rapids. Basically for anybody, it's a family-oriented ride, but especially on those hot days, it's nice to get on a water ride and actually get a little wet or drenched, which also can happen on that ride. But that's a nice ride. As you go through the rapids, you get a little wet, you get off, you get refreshed. You're not, you're not in the summer sun sweltering. You actually have a nice I feel a refreshed vibe to go through your parks for the rest of the day. And then my second one was Dinosaur, which I'm pretty certain any boy's going to love. My uh, my daughter also liked it. The very first time she was a little scared, I will admit, for a five-year-old. Maybe it's because she was a girl also. I don't really know. But as we went back in five years later when she was about 10, she actually loved the ride, of course. Um, and it wasn't scary like it was the first time. But Dinosaur, it's definitely a darker ride and it's a little jarry. Uh, it can definitely shake you. If you got some uh, back problems, neck problems, you might want to be careful on that one. But it is a fun ride. You get to go through and see all the dinosaurs and sit in a little Jeep and get tossed around a little bit by the dinosaurs. So that was a, another pick, or I guess my second pick for Animal Kingdom from our favorite rides there. Yeah, I think that's those are both great ones for that age group. And I mean... I think most elementary and early middle school kids love dinosaurs. So I think that's a great one. Moving on to adults. So my favorite ride in all of the parks right now is Flight of Passage. I absolutely love it. I am not actually a fan of Avatar. It's not a movie that I really like, but I still love Flight of Passage. I just don't feel like there's anything quite like that experience and the way that you're flying on the Banshee and, and the whole feel of that one. So that would definitely be my top pick for adults and really anyone who's big enough to ride that one. I think that's just such a neat experience. What do you guys think, Kayla? This one, it kind of still focuses a little bit on, actually, it's really family oriented. Little kids, um, the Rafiki's Planet Watch. That one we missed many times until the last few years, we realized that you actually have to take a train to Rafiki's Planet Watch and that's where they have a petting zoo. The reason I picked it as one of my favorites there is most recently we went and they were doing performing surgery on a meerkat. So we got to watch that. And me being in the medical field, I was complete, I completely nerded out. And I just 
wanted to stay there all day and know if this meerkat was going to be okay. And I think online they actually, they can stream it live and they did give an update that he did. He pulled through. So I felt good that day. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. Erin, what do you think for adults at Animal Kingdom? Yeah, I would say um, Flight of Passage is definitely one of our favorites. It's just a unique experience. It's not like um, an outdoor roller coaster, which we also do really love Expedition Everest, the Yeti ride. So if you're looking for that outdoor roller coaster experience, that was, that's definitely our top pick. But Fast Pass, I think we did that, gosh, I bet it was at least five times in a row, back to back. <laughs> we love that ride. I know Chris, my husband, my daughter, Whitney, they got to sit up front at least I think once or twice. So that's one of our favorite all-time rides, I think, at Disney World down there also. We like that one too. We did After Hours at Animal Kingdom. Oh, it was probably a year and a half ago. Obviously, you could walk right on during After Hours. So we, I think we rode it four times in a row. I didn't think I was going to make it. So I, I get motion sickness and so does my daughter, but somehow she was fine. And by the time we wrote it the fourth time, I was like, I cannot do this again. Like, you guys can go by yourselves. I'm not going. But we did a bunch of the fun pictures because they have Memory Maker on that one. And so that was fun to do some of the neat pictures with the kids. And when you know that you're going to be, you know where the photo is and you're doing it over and over and over again, it's kind of fun to do some fun things. So we had fun with that. Okay, let's move on to Epcot. So Kayla, little ones at Epcot. What are your thoughts? I was kind of between two. Uh, I'd probably have to say Froze, the Frozen Never After that's in Norway. So it basically features the movie Frozen. And you see Anna and Elsa and all the characters. They've done a really nice job from waiting in line. It just It's in a cool, dark room. But it just it feels like you're in a town setting. And then as you go through the ride, of course, you go through a lot of the scenes from Frozen but just the way the graphics are and the way they have the scene set up, it's really enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. I think another like honorable mention for little ones would be Turtle Talk with Crush too. I think that one's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I remember the very first trip we took with my little ones, they were two and my son was four. My girls were two and my son was four. And that one was a neat one too, I thought. Aaron, what are your thoughts for elementary and preteens? I went straight to Test Track for this one. You know, Epcot's a little short on ride comparisons compared to the other parks, but Test Track is a a family ride. It's definitely a fast ride, but I figured those middle schoolers, definitely older elementary are going to like that ride as as long as all the adults also. But we did that one a couple of times at Epcot. And you also, while you're waiting to get on the actual test track you go in and design your truck or your vehicle um, however you want it with the wheels with the different colors so that's kind of a unique experience also while you're waiting to get onto the track to ride your car that you did you did design so that was one of our favorites there at Epcot I know my husband and my daughter really enjoyed Mission Space also once again I picked two rides I couldn't resist sorry I remember Mission Space from a long time ago, and I felt a little claustrophobic in there. So I didn't ride that one, but they really enjoyed it. So I skipped out on that one. So I'd say either one of those are good, but Test Track was by far our favorite there. Yeah, I love Test Track too. And I like being able to make the cars. My kids always, so 
the way it ends up, we end up with two of the like consoles while there's three kids. So they are always arguing about who's going to design the cars on the consoles that we end up at. So that's always an entertaining process. So usually we have to ride twice. So everybody has a chance to design their car. But that one definitely is a fun one. I Again, I'm not a mission space person because of my motion sickness issues. That one's just not for me. So Mike and the kids end up riding that one without me. And I get a little break during that time. But that one's definitely not for me. So for adults at Epcot, my personal favorite is Soren. I just love the feel of it. I love being able to see the different places that you can visit. And it feels like traveling to me. And it's kind of funny now that I've been traveling a lot more as I'm going through Soren, I'm like, oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> like, it's kind of annoying to whoever's with me, I'm sure, because I'm like, oh, I've been there. But I just love that one. That one's my favorite. So Aaron, what's your favorite? Ours was Test Track. That's definitely, we're even we if, are even more more thrill seekers. Yeah. We like the fast rides. And it's a lot easier when you have older kids also to hop on that as a family, not have to use a rider switch or anything like that. So Test Track gets um, our vote, my vote, especially at Epcot. While you mentioned Rider Switch, Kayla, why don't you talk to us about Rider Switch since I know you've got a lot of recent examples with it. Tell us how that works. Okay, so Rider Switch, I think, is a really nice option when you do have little ones that maybe can't ride. Uh, maybe, you know, two of them can ride and one you have to stay back with. So basically, what you do is a parent will ride with a child. And then they will get their van or card scanned to be able to ride again with the other parent. So that way, both parents can get to experience that fun, exciting moment with their little, you know, child or just so they don't they don't feel like they're missing out. So it's a nice thing. And then it's a double win for the kiddo because they get to go once and then they get to go again. You actually get to go in the fast, fast pass lane. So you don't have to wait again in that long line. So. Yeah. And I think that that's something to kind of point out right now, too. Um, we've had some clients mention, you know, oh, there's people in the fast pass lines. Why can't we get fast pass right now? Whereas right now during COVID, they have not had fast passes. But the people in those fast pass lines are either they have a disability pass, they are doing this rider switch program, or they've paid for like a VIP tour. So it's not people that have traditional fast passes. It is actually people that are doing something different, or like if the ride was broken down earlier in the day, they might give a fast pass to come back to it. But there are not actual traditional fast passes at this point. We're hoping that they will bring back something, but that has not been announced yet. So we are hopeful for that. Kayla, I don't want to cut you off for your Epcot adult favorite too. So I would probably say Sword and Test Track, but since those were already mentioned, there is one that's kind of a, I call it a hidden gem. It's The name of it's Living with the Land. I don't know if either of you guys have done that. It's basically a slow moving boat ride. It takes you through an actual working greenhouse where Disney employees are, and um, I think biologists and just different groups are working on studying plants. And like I said, it's a working greenhouse. So there are live plants, there's fish. And it just takes you through and teaches you about agriculture and the impact that it has on earth and how it affects our daily lives and kind of touches on the importance of recycling and other important environmental pieces. So I think it's kind of neat. Like I said, it's a nice ride to to do when you're hot and you just want to 
kind of take a slow moving boat ride. Yeah, I, I like that one too. Um, you can actually see up into Garden Grill and a lot of the food at Garden Grill is actually grown there in Living with the Land. So that one's kind of neat too. And there are pineapples being grown in there too. If you're, you know, looking for things like taking pictures of pineapples like I do, they're in there. So that's an interesting thing to point out too. So our last park is Hollywood Studios. So Kayla, Little Ones at Hollywood Studios. Oh, I love this ride. It's new. It's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It's where the pre, I don't if anyone's been to uh, Hollywood Studios before, the great movie ride, they replaced that with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So it's in that Chinese theater and it's amazing. I absolutely, I think we rode it three times and we waited in the line three times because it, the graphics are absolutely amazing and the characters look a little bit different. My boys who are used to watching, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, they look more like cartoon drawn characters. I guess that's a good way to describe it, but they look a little bit different, but almost kind of old school, would you say? Or, and yeah, you're basically, there's this, you're on a railroad and you're, you're in a car and it takes you through different rooms, but there's lots of, lots of graphics and animated pictures that kind of pop out at you and just very colorful. So it's one of my favorites right now. Yeah, that one's super cute. I've been on it a few times now, but it kind of has some of the same technology that we're going to see in Ratatouille. So I rode Ratatouille when we were in Paris, in Disneyland Paris. So it has some of that same technology where the cars kind of come apart and show you different areas. So that's kind of a neat piece to that one, I think, too. So Erin, what are your thoughts for elementary, middle school age at Hollywood Studios? Another tough one for me because we have multiple favorites. But for the thrill seekers, I went straight for Tower of Terror. A funny story again with my daughter. When she was five, she really, really wanted to go on this ride. And we're like, are you sure? Because do you see them up there screaming? And then they drop and then they go back up. She's like, yes, yes, I want to go. So we let her go on the ride and she was absolutely terrified again. I think she was screaming, but nothing would come out is how scared she was. (laughs) So when she got off that ride, when she was five, she's like, I don't ever want to do that again, ever. So skip ahead five years later when she's 10, she's like, oh yeah, we're going on that. So we go on the ride and remind her of how terrified she was when she was five. She's like, I did this when I was five, first of all. And we're like, yes. And we're like, you were pretty much in shock after you got off that ride. But of course, that's our family favorite now. Like I said, we are thrill seekers. We love the up and down effect. Makes you scream every time, even though you know you're going to be dropped. But it's one of those classic rides where you just, you can't get enough of it. I know we did Fast Pass on that probably at least four or five times in a row also the morning we were in the park. So that's one of our favorites there. I like that one too. So my Anna... When she was little, she would be scared of every ride. As we would go up to it, she would be crying, freaking out. Like, And Tower of Terror was definitely one of those. So she would be like spazzing. Like, ah, I don't want to do it. And then once we would do it once, then she wanted to do it over and over and over and over. And she's been like that since she was four and five. So once she did it once, she wanted to go again. But it was that lead up to the first one that was always the worst. Like, no, you've done this before. You're fine. Like, it'll be fine. 
freaking out. So that's always entertaining. And I think that is one nice thing as they get a little bit older is, you know, they know more what to expect and it's, it's not so overwhelming for them. Yeah. So Hollywood Studios for adults. So my personal favorite is probably Toy Story Mania, just because I loved Toy Story. I love all the Toy Story movies, but there's just that nostalgia, I guess, of those movies. And I like the feel of that one. But I would say that a lot of people would probably pick Star Wars or Rise of the Resistance. So Aaron, what are your thoughts? What's your favorite at Hollywood Studios? I went for a rock and roller coaster. Another thrill ride, outdoor roller coaster. Well, no, I guess that one's indoors. Take that back. It's not outdoors. But we went for, uh, I know we did that one several times back to back. And that one I could only, I think I went twice back to back. And after that, I was like, ooh, I think I'm, I'm good with that. I need a break. But the family loved that one. They like the darkness. They like going upside down. They like everything about it. So I went for a rock and roller coaster. And I will say when we went, which was in 2019, um, Star Wars Land had just opened. So Rise of the Resistance was not open yet. So I have not been on that one yet. But we did do um, Smuggler's Run. And that was that was a good ride. There was no fast passes for that. Actually, well, there are no fast passes right now. But that one we did have to wait for an hour for. Um, and that was a good ride also. But like I said, I think we're more the thrill seeker family. So I went for Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, I love Rock and Roller Coaster too. I love the Aerosmith and the big neon donut in there. And I, I love all that too. So that one's definitely a fun one. Kayla, what are your thoughts for adults at Hollywood Studios? I would say, uh, I would agree, Ride of the Resistance. I was able to ride that. I absolutely know nothing about Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars fan. My husband likes Star Wars. And I was able to follow from the start of the ride to the end. It was amazing. You, when you, As you're waiting through the line, I don't want to spoil it all, but there's as you go through the different rooms, there's some really, really neat things to see. So again, I don't want to spoil it. I want you to ride it to see for yourself. But the thing I love about Disney, and I think that this ride kind of really shows how Disney just loves to focus on everything from a screw that looks like it's part of the ride to a light switch to something that, you know, everything has just, so there's so much attention to detail. That's what I love about Disney. And I think this ride really encompasses that from the minute you step in the line to the end when you get off. So it's an awesome ride. I strongly recommend everyone to do the virtual queue. And you can always ask us more information how to get involved with that. But it's an awesome ride. So yeah, I I agree. I think that that is one thing that Disney really does well is the little details. And I also am not a big Star Wars fan. My husband and son love it. But it's really just not my thing. That sounds bad. Sorry, people that love Star Wars. But but the ride is still amazing. Like the details are, they blow you away. Like all the little things that you just don't even, like my brain can't even process what it takes to even start to build something like that. But they have done an excellent job with it. So I would agree that, that that's probably one of the top rides at Hollywood Studios right now. So let's go ahead and move into our Crushed It segment this week. So this week I picked reusable plastic straws. So this link will be in our show notes. Kayla doesn't like these, I can tell already. (laughs) 
So I'm not into paper straws. So Walt Disney World has moved completely to paper straws. I don't like the way that my drinks taste. I don't like how they get soggy. So I actually buy these reusable plastic straws. I have metal ones too, but these plastic ones come in a pack of 50. So you can all pick a color that you like. And then I just carry them around with me throughout the parks for my drinks. And then I rinse them out and we go on our way. And then when I get home, I throw them in the dishwasher here because we use them at home too. So Kayla, you shook your head at me. Are you not a... (laughs) I am not a paper straw fan. I am all about saving the environment. We recycle. I just can't get on board with the straw, the paper straws. I think my four-year-olds, I think, had eaten half of one at one point. (laughs) I mean, I know it's fine. It'll digest and all will be okay. But I actually mentioned to my husband what we were going to maybe talk about. And he said, oh, paper straws, no. So, you know, our family is not a not a big fan of the paper straws, but I think it's a great idea to bring the reusable ones. So, yeah. Yeah, I just stick them in my backpack and we each have a different color, so we have them and the hardest part is just remembering to take them out of our drinks at the end when like when we're done with a meal or whatever. So, Aaron, what are your thoughts? Do you have thoughts on paper straws? Is this an issue for you or are you like, "Eh, we were not big fans of them, that's for sure." I think we would rather just not use a straw altogether if, we, if we're if we in a restaurant where it's possible, obviously. But yeah, the paper straws, no, we're not, we're not fans of them either. We didn't think or know about to bring our own reusable plastic straws. So good note there. Wouldn't hey, I think that, that was in the tip sheet I sent you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it very well could have been. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we're not a fan of them either. Yeah, I, I, I just, it's just one of those things. And there are certain drinks that I want to have a straw, like a soda, even at home, I drink my soda with a straw. Like I'm one of those people, even my water, I drink it with a straw. Like I'm just that person. So for me, these are great. We'll have a link in the show notes for these straws that I like. And they also have on Amazon, some different like metal ones, but I feel like the drinks taste better with the plastic ones. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving myself cancer. Do you like the metal better? I like yeah. the metal. I, I think yeah. when it makes the drink more cold, like just tastes more cold. And I just like yeah. a nice cold drink, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably giving myself cancer with the plastic ones, but you know, I'm, I'm giving myself cancer anyway by whatever I'm doing, I'm sure. So it, it's all good. So anyway, that's a great note to end this on. So <laughs> thank you, Aaron and Kayla for chatting with me today about our favorite attractions at Walt Disney World. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at pineappleescapes.com. And our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links for our social media. We'd love to have you join our community. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM Network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.